Life by Divine with Sue DeMay fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is Global Impact Visionary Leader Sue DeMay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue DeMay. Welcome to the show. It's an honor to be here once again with you. And I'm the topic today is it's an interesting one that just came in. I was doing a session yesterday with a client, one of my inner circle members, and the words that came in were how to be light in a heavy world. And as soon as I said those words out loud, she reacted. She had a, a, a big response, but I, I did as well. I was like, wow, okay, I really those words really landed for me. And I even said in the session, I'm like, oh, I think that's a radio show episode right there. So this morning when I woke up, I woke up a couple of times throughout the night and I was kind of feeling heavy and I could feel a lot of energy, not just my energy, but kind of global collective energy happening, rising, shifting, falling, contracting, expanding. There's a lot of energy moving around. And when I woke up this morning, I just felt really even more heavy. And I'm like, how can I talk about how to be light in a heavy world when I feel heavy? And I was just shown to use it as a classroom to walk me and you through the density, through the heaviness as an experience. So that experiential learning and a visceral experience or kinesthetic experience of it. And so here we are. I'm I'm feeling a little bit heavy today. My own physical heaviness I can feel, but I can also feel just like almost like the weight of the world. And I know there's so many people struggling and so many people confused by what's going on. There's you know, it's it's challenging to to look around and see, you know, the the riots and the looting and the protesting and the COVID nineteen stuff and you know, it's just like one big thing now followed by another and, you know, followed by injustice, followed by, you know, racism, followed by everything else that, that is coming to the surface for healing right now. It's a big cluster of challenges for all of humanity. This isn't just one race or one country or one area. It's all of us, everywhere, all together, all at once, feeling this rising of this vibrational density, this old way of being in life, this old density, these, these leftovers, the anger, the resentment, the frustration, the injustice, the, all of it, the grief, the loss, everything is rising right now and coming to the surface for healing. And for those of you that are very sensitive, you know, for those of you that are empaths or light workers or feeling very highly sensitive, 
you're going to be experiencing your own vibrational density shifting and moving as well as the collective vibrational density. And then we have the earthly energy, Mother Earth's energy, as well rising and shifting. So there's always this contract and contraction and expansion on that level as well. So when we kind of tune in and, and become aware of all the different energies, we can dissect it a little bit, separate it out a little bit so that we can actually feel that it's more manageable. But when we put it all together in one big pile, it feels like the weight of the world. It feels like the weight of humanity. It feels like something that's unbearable, too heavy, too hard, too big, too enormous to even begin to unravel or, or heal. When I've been, we've been moving, so we're still in the, we've moved now, we have all our stuff here at one place, which is always good. It, however, there's, it, it's, it's still not set up. We have lots of boxes everywhere. And it's like, you can look at a room and I'm just like, I can go into overwhelm or I could choose just to pick one box. So just start with one box. Start with one feeling, start with one thought, start with one belief, start with one emotion, start with one thing, start with one box and unpack that. And when I unpack one box, then, then I look to the next, okay, what, what now? And that is the only way that we can all move through this is one step at a time, one breath at a time, one experience at a time, one moment at a time to try and take it on and, and try and figure out where we're going to go or where we're going to be in a week or a month and or in a year from now, that is overwhelming. That is, it's, it's unrealistic to do that. It's, it's, it's the, the, the ego's domain is the future. So the only place that we can really sink in and be fully present is the now, right here, right now. So as you're listening to my voice, as you're here present with me, just know that we're going to move through. I'm going to move through and walk through it with you. I'm going to give you some tools and some ideas and some different things that you can do outside of this radio show in your life, in your life's classroom to support you in moving any vibrational density and moving and processing those heavier emotions and how you can actually be a compassionate witness in the world without getting too caught up in the density of the emotion, emotional turmoil and everything else that's going on. So the question is really, how do we be light in a heavy world? And, and even in that, it's like the world appears to be heavy, but it's actually healing. It's, it's actually good news, but it, it looks messy. It looks ugly. It looks heavy, it looks big, it looks enormous, it looks like a mountain that's, that we can never climb or never get over. But I assure you that we have never been so close to uniting. And we have never been so close to experiencing global unification before. This is the good news. And we're at this pivotal choice point right now for all of humanity to start to do things differently, start to be in the world differently, start to see each other differently, start to respond to each other 
with kindness, with compassion, with love, with understanding, with more of a energy of unifying us in love for each other and our planet. We have never been so close. So how do we process all of this in the meantime? How do we show up and be a beacon of, of light, a, a messenger of love in the world when there's so much fear and there's so much density and there's so much darkness in, in, from one perspective? But from another perspective, there's so much light, there's so much love, there's so much compassion. So it really depends on which lens we put on. And at the same time, when we put that lens of love on, I don't, want to, I don't want you to see them as blinders because there is darkness, there is density, there is violence, there is rage, there is racism. There's all those things present in our human experience, in our human classroom. So we don't put the, the lens of love over our eyes and only see light and only see love. We witness all those things. We can see all those things. And we can still make a choice for love. We can still make a choice for peace. And sometimes that looks like us standing up and saying something. Sometimes that means you buttoning your lip and not saying something. Sometimes that looks different in, in, in this different circumstances, different moments. And really the only way to navigate all of this is to trust and follow your own heart. Are you meant to speak up? If it's a yes, then speak. In your heart, are you meant to stay silent? If it's a yes, then stay silent. And trust that. Trust that your heart knows what part you're meant to play because your heart is that bridge to your soul, to your spirit. And it's guiding you from a global perspective. It's guiding you from a perspective that is serving all of humanity. So in your humanness, you're going to have human emotions. You're going to have a human experience. But on a soul level, you see there's a perfection playing out. You see that there's reason and purpose with everything, even, even the ugliness, even the intensity of it. It's purposeful. And unfortunately, it's unfortunate that it needs to come to this to bring it all to the surface. It, it's unfortunate that it needs to come to this point where there's so much you know, it's, it's, it's such a push to actually create change, to impact change. It's unfortunate that it has to come to this, but unfortunately right now it's the only way. And when I'm looking at some of the images and some of the things that are going on in the world, it's, you know, we can easily go into judgment because the ego loves judgment. That's a default setting for the ego. And that's a default setting for our minds, actually. We're trained and programmed to judge. We are born natural observers. We're programmed to judge. So when you can look upon what's going on in the world and ask to be shown, ask to be the observer, the compassionate witness, and be open to play a part, if there's meant to be something you're to do, then do it. If not, then, then sit back and be that loving presence. Don't add fear. Meet it with love. Because every time we meet fear with love, love expands. And right now with 
with the protesters, that's love expanding. And we can't confuse the protesters with the looters. Those are two different groups. Looting's not okay. But the protesters are standing up for something that they know in their heart they need to stand up for. They, 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 we need to stand with them, all of us, everyone, everywhere, all together, all at once. We need to stand united. If we want to impact change, now is the time. And it may be inconvenient because we have the corona stuff going on and we have this other stuff happening. It's like change isn't convenient. Change is necessary. It's essential. Change is non-negotiable. Change is, is happening whether we want it to or not. And when we consciously stand up to impact change, then we can move mountains. We can overcome any obstacle. But it requires us to take the step that's in front of us, focus on the step that's in front of us. And it's in that place when we're very focused and very present to what is that we can actually have the greatest impact. So let's take a look at what is heaviness? What is density? And how can we move through it? How can we process it for ourselves? And how can we process the collective density that's rising right now as well? That's what we're going to explore today. And I want to take you through a process. I'm going to be working with your energy in the background as at the same time, I'm going to walk you through different processes to help you move some energy right now. So if you're feeling heavy, even if it's a small little niggling or it's a big, huge mountain on your shoulders, I'm going to help you move some of that density because any density, any heaviness that we're carrying and not processing is a block to love. And that's not serving anyone, including you. So the invitation is always about letting the density have space letting it rise and fall, letting it contract and expand, letting it move, letting it find a path of least resistance so that it can be released so that we can free ourselves from it. See, we're taught to hold on to emotions. We're taught to bury things down. We're taught to swallow down our feelings. We're taught to hold back, to not speak up not rock the boat. We're programmed to comply. And you can clearly see that that's not working anymore. And that more and more people are waking up and saying enough is enough. Not on my watch. Not in my house. Not in my world. We all need to be part of the change. We all need to be part of the creative solution moving forward. 
And some of us will have a bigger part to play than others, but all of us have an essential part. Whether we remain silent or whether we speak up, whether we stand up or whether we sit down, whether we are out there in the spotlight or working in the background, all of us have an essential part in healing of the whole of humanity. And your part, the good news is, your part is programmed in your heart. You know in your heart what you're meant to do, when you're meant to do it, and how. It's all there. Your head will contradict. Your head will confuse you. The mind will be in a state of questioning, analyzing. But your heart knows. It knows beyond the thinking mind. It's a knowing that goes beyond knowledge. It's a knowing that goes beyond thoughts and beliefs. It's a knowing that's bridging you to the divine. And it's that knowing that serves all of us. So when we learn to get out of our own way, when we learn to get out of our head and into our heart and let our heart lead, then, then, and only then can we be a clear channel, a clear channel for love, a messenger. So in this moment, I'm gonna invite you just to pause, close your eyes, take a breath, and create awareness. Just tune in right now. Do a little scan. Start with scanning your body. How do you feel physically in this moment? What do you notice in your physical body? What's happening? Where do you feel it? What do you feel? As you explore the physical body, you may experience areas that are really trying to get your attention. Loud, obnoxious, banging, knocking, hammering. Painful, intense. That's vibrational density. And in your physical body, there may be areas that are quiet, subtle, niggling, a scratch that you just can't quite itch, an uneasiness, even nausea. That's vibrational density. And you explore the emotional body now, just tuning into your emotions. What emotions are present? How do you really feel emotionally right now? And as you tune into how you feel right now, on an emotional level, there's the surface level emotions, the obvious level. 
maybe the common emotions for you, the more comfortable emotions. But emotions come in layers. So I'm going to encourage you to be aware of what's present and then be willing to look underneath that. What's the next layer down underneath that obvious emotion? Be present to that for a moment. Be aware of it and accept it. Don't try and change it. Don't try and push it away. Don't try and heal it or make it disappear. Just be with it. Witness it. Accept it. You can even use the words, I'm feeling blank and it's okay. Feeling grief, feeling sad, feeling heavy and feeling angry feeling rage, whatever it is. There's no emotion that's wrong. All emotions are welcome right now. Just be with the emotion. And then you may get a sense that there's another layer, so a willingness to look underneath that layer, what emotion's under there. We have two groups of emotions. You know, teach it this way in understanding kind of a concept of emotional duality. We have those emotions that are rooted in love, and we have those emotions that are rooted in fear. And then there's a scale from love to fear, and those emotions have different vibrational resonance or different vibrational density. So love is the most lightest, expanded, spacious vibration. And even within love, there's different layers or elements or aspects of love that will change our experience of the vibrational frequency. So the, the purest of pure love, the truest of true love, is the highest vibrational frequency possible here on earth. And then there's different levels of love. And then there's, of course, the ego's version of love, which would be something altogether different. So, and then with fear, fear is very dense. The energy is very dense, it's very heavy, it's an experience of heaviness or contracted or tightness. It can show up in different ways, physically, emotionally, mentally, energetically. Quite often when we have a fear-based emotion in the physical body, it's usually showing up as some kind of contraction or tension or tightness, pain, or an experience of heaviness and the emotions that are rooted in fear some examples of those would be sadness helplessness hopelessness these are the lowest part of the scale the heaviest depression are kind of tied into all of this and then as we move up the emotional scale the vibrational frequency changes and it becomes a little bit lighter so for example anger is actually a lighter density 
than helplessness. The challenge is as we move up the emotional scale toward love, we sometimes will move through some emotional density quite easily. And then other times we get stuck because we have a judgment or a fear or a belief around that emotion. For example, anger. Anger, rage, and revenge are actually higher vibrational density emotions than helplessness, hopelessness, and fear. So in order to move from helplessness through to the higher vibrational frequency emotions, we sometimes need to move through anger. And sometimes we can move through anger in a blip and it's, and it's done. And other times there's something in that layer to process. So as we move through these emotional layers, sometimes we can just fly through some of them. And other ones, we actually have some leftovers, some, some density left over within us, some history anchors or past experiences or trauma that needs to be processed on more of a conscious level in order to heal it and release it. So when life bumps up against these areas of density that are left over, we feel triggered. We feel impacted by that. We'll have an, a reaction or some kind of a response, whether it's emotional, physical, behavioral, mental. The challenge is when we have these ideas that it's not okay to be angry. So for me growing up, I, I had the belief that anger equals violence. And it wasn't that I was physically, you know, abused or anything like that. It had nothing to do with that. I just learned growing up that anger equaled violence. So I couldn't show my anger. That's what I thought. And I didn't realize until I was older that there are healthy expressions of anger. And if we actually allowed ourselves to process anger in the moment, we could process it within 15 seconds. We could actually process the density of anger, the energy of anger within 15 seconds if we allowed ourselves to process it. But see, if we have a belief that anger is bad or that it's violent or we shouldn't be angry, we shouldn't show our anger, then we hold it, we suppress it, we bury it, we hold it deep down inside and it stays and remains as vibrational density within us. It, it feels heavy. And over time, the more we pack into that area, add some grief, add some sadness, add some other emotions that we maybe don't feel like we can express in the moment, then we have a boiling cesspool, a big volcano bubbling, heavy volcano bubbling under the surface. And then we have these explosions of anger to release and express to get rid of the pressure. And of course, then we feel guilty and ashamed and then we add that to the pot and then we build, build that volcano back up again. But what if we could actually express our anger in a healthy way so that we can actually move through that density? Even the, the idea of moving through rage and revenge, when people are hurt, it's, 
it's common to go and to have anger and resentment. And if we can actually walk them through it and support them through this, then moving through anger becomes therapeutic for, for you and for others. It's okay to be angry, but to hold on to anger is, is just blocking love. It's just harming you. So right now what we're seeing is people standing up and expressing their anger, expressing their resentment, sharing their truth, speaking their truth, standing up inside of themselves and saying, no more, enough is enough. What used to be tolerated is not tolerated anymore. What used to be accepted is, is unacceptable now. It always was unacceptable, but we're not accepting it anymore. And sometimes that looks like anger. And it's okay. There's healthy expressions of anger. And you can see that. There's the peaceful protesters. And then there's those that are I'm not kind of looping, I'm not lumping the protesters with the looters, but there are people that are kind of taking their anger and, and directing it in different ways that are unhealthy. But don't let that take away from what this is really all about. What this is really all about is, is standing up and, and impacting change and saying, this has got to stop. There's no place for racism anymore. And as a white woman, I need to look at my own programmed bias, programmed beliefs. I need to look at my own inherited racism. And as we're Doing that, and as we're being asked to do that, looking at you know our white privilege, all of that is bringing up guilt. That's a density of guilt that's washing up. That's a density of shame that's washing up. That's why we're triggered. That's why we get defensive. So instead of projecting outward, we go inward and go, okay, where do I feel this guilt? Where do I feel this density? What is it that I'm feeling? Why? What's happening and how can I explore that for myself? So in this moment, let's just look at your own personal guilt or shame or anger or density, whatever it is, whatever emotion is there. And let's just witness it for a moment. Just be with it. Sink into it. Don't be afraid of it. Don't, just sink into it. And there may be tears and there may be shaking in the body. There may be an expression, a physical expression. There may be an emotional expression. Energy is, emotions are energy in motion. So it's common that it has an expression in the body somehow. Just let it be. Let it have its space. Let it find the path of least resistance. Let it move through you. 
Feel it. Soften around it. Accept it. And now there's an invitation for it to shift and move. But we don't expect it to shift and move. We don't push it out. We don't desire it to go away. Just let it be. And if it moves and it shifts, beautiful. There's an invitation, but there's not a need for it to go. Nothing ever goes away until it teaches us what we need. So as we're here, present, experiencing our own density, there's an invitation to release anything that's not yours. Let's just ask, anything that you're carrying that's not yours, let it be released with love. And then anything, any of the collective energy that's trying to rise up, we're going to clear it. We're just going to invite it into a divinity vortex in the center here. Imagine us all standing together, facing inward with our hearts inward, and there's this beautiful divinity vortex. And it's purifying, it's cleansing, it's clearing. And anything we place in it will have a channel for healing, an opportunity for healing. So when we look at the collective energy, a lot of times I feel like collective guilt rising, I'll feel collective rage rising, I'll feel a lot of the collective, especially the grief and sadness. And because I'm a light worker, because I have a clear channel, that energy comes to me and tries to move through me. It needs a path. So the path of least resistance happens to be me. So what I do as a light worker is I put it just outside of my energy field in this beautiful divinity, divinity vortex. And you don't need a divinity vortex. That's just the energy I work with. You can just ask it to process outside of your energy field, especially if you're a healer, empath, or light worker. So anything that's not yours can clear instantly. And any of the collective that's trying to move through you can be processed outside of your field so that it's not going through your physical body because your physical body is the densest part of our experience here as a human being. And if we have our own leftovers, we have our own stuff that we're processing, to intermingle the two gets confusing. So we need to be willing and able to process it in a way that serves all. And a lot of times that means we need to clear that outside of our field so that we don't have such, you know, pain and suffering that comes along with that. So as we move that collective energy outside of the field, you may feel a sense of relief right now, just in that. And anything that's not yours and you release it, anything that's not yours that you don't need to process, anything that's yours that's not yours that you picked up along the way in an attempt to help somebody else is actually not helping them. Because what's happening is we kind of take it from them and carry it, but we can't do anything with it. We can't heal it. It's not ours to heal. It's theirs to heal. So when we give it back to the rightful owners, 
then they get to choose to heal it if they choose to. That's the gift. I remember when I was younger, I would always, you know, someone would be upset and I would almost want to pick it up and hold it for them and carry it for them. And it, it wasn't serving. It was making every life heavy for me, but it was actually even taking away the opportunity for them to heal. So I know that taking on other people's stuff is actually not helping them. It's hindering them. So I gave it back. And when I realize I pick something up, I give it back. I don't pick it up as much as I used to, but every once in a while I'll pick something up. So I offer it back to the rightful owner with the intention that it's a gift so that they can heal it. And then any collective energy I ask to be cleared outside of my field. And then my own stuff, when you feel it within your own body, there's an invitation to soften around it, accept it. So we create awareness around it. We accept it, make peace with it being there. And then invite it to process, to move, to shift. And as you soften, you can imagine a path up your spine. And sometimes that energy will just rise and clear. If you feel pressure at the level of the head, at, in the head or forehead, a lot of times you may have a grasping, like a hand kind of holding onto that energy to create, uh, I need to know what it's about, why did I have it, what is this for? If we need to know, let it be brought to our heart to be understood and then easily released. So you can let go of your need to know, you can let go of the hand and say, okay, I, I asked this energy to clear, to release, to be processed. If there's anything I need to know about it, let it be brought to my heart to be understood and then released. That way, then your mind can soften and go, okay, if there's something, then I'll be shown. It'll be given. It'll come to you directly or indirectly. Somehow, that message will get to you. And the other part of it is we always feel like, you know, we have this, these leftovers, this sadness, this grief, and to honor it, we don't have to go through it all over again. To honor it, we could just witness it and allow it to clear, to heal, to move. And sometimes I can move a layer of sadness with just one tear, and other times I curl up in a ball and cry for five, 10 minutes or longer, and then it's gone. And in the beginning, when you first start to move and, and clear all the vibrational density, all the leftovers within you, it feels intense and dense and there's a lot, and there's a lot of layers and it kind of feels like it's never going to end. But I assure you, the more you do it, the more it then you create these openings and the less you have to process. So for me, I'm kind of processing things now pretty clearly. There's, I'm still moving through my leftovers, but there's certainly not the amount of past experiences and trauma and drama that I, I'm processing anymore. It definitely is easier. And a lot of times feels like just a blip to clear. So when we are here, 
present, aware, curious, open, we can actually process our own vibrational density, move through the emotional scale, give ourselves permission to get angry. If we need to get angry, you can do, you know, different processes. I, I do a process called a, an FU letter. I get my clients to write FU letters. Now these, the FU letters are for you only. They're not for to be sent. They're not to be witnessed. They're just for your eyes only. And it's just an expression to release what's tied up in there and give it some, give it a voice. Give that little girl in you or that little boy in you a voice. Maybe express what you don't feel safe expressing or say what you needed to say a long time ago or say what you need to say today and get it out so that you can express it. Because we have the physical density, we have the emotional density, we have our thoughts and beliefs are at a level of density as well. So when we can create space for the shifting of all of that, then we allow the energy to be freed up and released. The other path that sometimes this energy needs to go is down. So sometimes we're inviting the energy to move up, but it really just needs to go down. So sometimes in the physical body, you'll feel the energy wanting to go down through the pelvis and out through the tailbone or down through the feet to release into Mother Earth to be reused and recycled, transmuted. And allowing space for that, again, can create these like a, a quick release of an energy that even if you've been holding it for a long time, some energies can just like, got, they're gone in a, in a flash. just releasing some energy down. So I'm looking in the background as I'm talking to you. So my, one of my gifts is as a healer is that I'm also a teacher. So to be able to create a level of understanding at the mind allows the energy to come along for the ride a little bit and the, the mind to come along for the ride so that we can move the energy without resistance in the mind, without questioning, without holding, waiting for more of an understanding. So we create just, of enough, just enough of an understanding at the level of the mind so that it comes along. And as I'm talking, I'm always working in the background with your energies, clearing. So let's move to the heart center now. I'm really feeling the heart. So a lot of the density that I was feeling, I'm feeling way lighter. I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling way lighter now. A lot of the density that we feel based on what's going on in the world right now is in the heart center. Our hearts can be heavy. We can have a deep level of compassion and empathy for what's going on, but then also a feeling of helplessness or hopelessness or even confusion as to what you can do or not do, how you can help or what's helpful or not helpful. And when we're in that, that space, often our heart can get really heavy. So let's go into the heart space right now. And I'm not talking about the physical heart. I'm talking about the whole chest, the whole heart center, the energy center there. And as we tune into that space, I can definitely feel a heaviness in the front, almost like a weight being pulled down. And 
there's a defense in the back for most people that I'm tuning into. There's some of you have the heart open and it's making you vulnerable and you're taking a lot of arrows in the back where you're taking those arrows in the back in the way of, mm, it's, it's not a healthy way. It's, it's a ego disguised as a martyr, but feeling like a victim kind of way. So the ego loves to, come in and interfere as well. So there's an invitation to just soften and allow some of those arrows to fall. And at the same time, maybe to create a filter where we can filter what's coming toward us through love. So anything that's fear-based or projected judgments, we can actually let them be witnessed and then released on the outside of our field. There we go. Some of you just had the shift in the back of the heart center from that. And when we can allow the witnessing of those things that are coming toward us and the honoring them of them at the same time as saying, no, not in my field, I'm good, love and light only, or I'm going to process these things and not take on other people's stuff. What we're really doing is standing in love. And that's one way where we can be the light. That's how we can hold our light in the world. That's how we can move our own vibrational density and not take on other people's vibrational density, not take on those vibrational dense arrows that are coming toward us. Taking a couple deep breaths, we're going to put this, these beautiful wings at the back, and they're just acting, like I said, they're, they're acting like filters, so they're not blocking, they're not, we're not protecting or denying or, you know, turning a blind eye to what's going on in the world. We're just holding our own and knowing that we can hold our own and honor others. We can honor their past. We can honor how they are currently and their experiences we don't need to carry carry the wounds of the past anymore our own or anyone else's and that's the only way that we can really truly forgive and move forward and impact change in a way that serves everyone not just some not just a few but all Take another couple deep breaths. Shifting our awareness to the front of the heart center. This is where we really extend out into the world. We extend our hearts. We can ex extend the love from our hearts, but we don't need to give our heart away. We don't need to give our power away. We don't need to, to sacrifice Because giving from an empty heart doesn't serve anyone. So when we imagine a beautiful flow of energy coming down into our heart, filling that space, and we give from the overflow, we extend from there, then that's sustainable. Then we can hold our light and we can stand solid and be the messenger of love and play the part we're meant to play, however that looks without self-sacrifice, without 
depleting ourselves. That's the sustainable, that's self-fulfilled service. Sustainable way of being of service in the world. So we can open our hearts and feel that overflow coming down into our heart space and then out. And then also there's a flow that comes from our, our heart in the front to the, our heart in the back. So we're actually, there's this sustainable self-love as well. And we're honoring our own wounds, our own process, our own emotions, our own vibrational density, creating space to process that, to heal that. While at the same time, we can witness others. And there's times where some density, some heaviness needs to be shifted by taking inspired action. And that's where true courage comes in is taking action in the presence of fear. So there's times where you may be guided to post something. You may be guided to do a video. You may be guided to stand up and say something. You may be guided to go and join the protesters and stand united. Whatever it is, just know that you can do it even though fear may be present. And sometimes the only way to move that density is to honor the fear that is present and to be okay with it. Sometimes being the light and shifting out of the heaviness is to actually walk through it, to move through it. We are taught to kind of avoid it, avoid pain, avoid suffering, avoid heaviness. But a lot of times what we need is to actually just walk right through. And we're afraid to walk right through sometimes because we feel like we're going to get caught up in it. We can move through it without dwelling in it. We can move through it without getting stuck in it. And sometimes we'll need help. Sometimes we need a mighty companion to take our hand and walk us through. Sometimes we need someone to hold our heavy heart and guide us and direct us. And that's okay. And just know that your heart will lead you to that individual. Whether it's me or somebody else, your heart knows. Trust your heart. Trust your intuition. Trust your guidance. The world is changing at a very quickened rate now. And it may feel impossible to navigate, but I promise you, if you pause, if you just stop and take a breath and tune in, what's happening now? What am I feeling? Where am I feeling it? Get out of the head and into the heart space. Get out of your head and into your body. Get out of your head and into your emotions. Feel. Feel it. The feelings are going to free you. You can go through the body to heal the mind. You can go through the emotion to get back to the thought or belief or fear. There is another way. It doesn't have to feel so heavy and so hard. It won't be easy. 
but it will be worth it. So take another breath here with me. You can exhale a little bit of that through the mouth. So you can breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth and take a couple more breaths like that. Big falling out breath. Breathing in softness, exhaling density. Breathing in love, exhaling fear. Breathing in light, exhaling density. Ten deep breaths, even less sometimes, is all it takes to shift your energy. And then the other piece to consider is how am I grounded? Am I grounded in love? Am I grounded in light? Do I feel a connection to the earth? There's a practice called earthing. You can go and stand your feet in the sand, barefoot in the sand or barefoot on the grass, barefoot in the, in the dirt and really feel your connection to the earth. And this is like a battery needing a grounding cord. It will definitely shift a lot of your energy. And a lot of times we can send some energy down through any density down through the feet into the earth as well to be just the same way that the roots of a tree send energy down and draw energy up. They draw what they need and they release what they don't need. And the earth does its magic. Take a deep breath and just know and trust that everything that's happening in the world is happening for a reason. And it's a reason that on a human level, we can't quite fully comprehend, but on a soul level, we understand and we know we know what's going on. And as you tune in to play your part, just know that as you heal within, you're contributing to the healing of the whole. We all are. And your willingness to play your part will contribute to impacting change on a global scale. Change is upon us. Embrace it. Say yes to it. And say yes to be willing to play your part. Be the compassionate witness. Be the lighthouse. Be the messenger of love. Do what you can to process your own. And just know that you are so loved and held. And that you are not alone. We are all in this together. And we have these divine beings working with us. We can call upon our soul, our spirit, our guardian angels, whatever you need to support you. Looking for those mighty companions on the human, in your human classroom as well. And just know that you can walk hand, bent, hand in hand, heart beside heart with those beings as well. I love you. I appreciate you. I honor you. I see you. I believe in you. Until next week, hugs and blessings. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heart 
LEDliving.com.